This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. (laughs) Jason Tate, live in the studio here in Palm Springs, California. Thank you so much for joining us. It is Sunday. It is December, what is it? December 22nd. This is our Christmas show. Yes. I'm so excited. Are you ready? (laughs) I'm I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to be heading to Arizona <laughs> to see family. Wow, that's exciting! And uh, my my daughter is going to get to see her cousin, her best friend in the whole world. They Facetime so for nice. hours a day. That's so nice. It's wild. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing my brother, my dad, and um, just everyone, the whole family. And, and it's it's a good time. I don't know. It's you know we're we're so busy, right? Yes. Our lives are so busy. Holidays give us that respite to be able to reconnect with our families. Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation with a good friend uh, before the show about external versus internal and what parts of the world are doing it right as far as living long, healthy lives. Mm-hmm. And we call them centenarians, people that live into their hundreds. Mm-hmm. And you know, around the globe, around the region, it's called blue zones. Okay. So maybe, maybe we can talk about blue zones a little bit today. But my family goes into hundreds. I don't know if I will living in the United <laughs> States. But yeah, living here in the U.S. I don't know. My 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 grandmother, as you know, died uh, a month short of her hundredth, and yeah. our, and everybody was ninety-seven and above. But again, it's where they were, what they right. ate, right. and how they lived. Right, and family and connection. Yeah. Oh and yeah, love yeah. and all of that. So. Yeah. So Tate Talks exists to remind everyone that you have a right to be healthy and that your health destiny is totally within your control. Uh, We are here to educate, to inspire, to make aware, to bring information, correct information, because there's just so much information out there. And there's so many people that capitalize on others having poor health. It's a multi-billion dollar industry, this diet and weight loss industry. And I'll be talking about diets uh, on this hour of the show and how dangerous diets can be and then how to actually kind of navigate your way through diets and even defining diets as well as how to set up a smart goal and really just kind of get the best out of it and, and make smarter goals you know, ones that you can reach. So I think the word diet gets a bad rap. It does get a bad rap. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's diet's always uh, equated to losing weight, but a diet is actually a plan of how to eat. Right. Well, a diet is what you eat and drink. Yeah. So we'll get into that in just a second. Actually speaking, before we get into that, let me me just talk about who's in the studio right now. Oh my gosh, please do. (laughs) (laughs) So in the first hour uh, of the, of the show today, I had a good friend of mine, Dr. Vasily Rosenbaum, and I think I convinced him to stick around. So we have with me again today for the we second We actually hour. locked the door, wouldn't let him we out. We locked the yeah, <laughs> Stay. <laughs> uh, Dr. Vasily Rosenbaum, he is in his second year in re- medical residency. He's a medical doctor. Uh, he's, he'll do three years in family medicine and then another year of fellowship to become a sports medicine doctor with goal and aspiration of becoming a team doctor for the Lakers. NBA or the Rams in the NFL or UFC or whomever, but 
Honestly, or Green Bay, or, or yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty cold. <laughs> so, Dr. Rosenbaum, thank you so much for sticking around and for hanging out with us today. Of course, thank you, Jason, for having me here and for locking the door on me, <laughs> we didn't taking really my phone, the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. hijacked <laughs> his phone, even, so he stuck around. Yeah, I can't even talk. I can't even call the police. <laughs> Being held hostage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, he, you know, he is uh, an inspiration to me. He's an inspiration. I I hope that he's an inspiration to his fellow classmates uh, in family medicine because he's he's doing so many things right as far as prioritizing his health, making sleep a priority, uh, exercise, nutrition, because we really, gosh, we need our doctors to be healthy. We really, really need you guys to be healthy because we come to you when we're struggling and when we're fighting through things and we need you to have the knowledge but also like you said earlier practice what you preach we need you to do this and so thank you for being that doctor a doctor that i would be proud to call my doctor i appreciate that i would like to revolutionize medicine as well in that sense and try to get a lot more people uh, and a lot more doctors doing the same things that i do in order to be able to take the best care of their patients as possible. Love it. Yeah. Well, success leaves clues. And so I, I wish you so much success so that you can be, like you said, Dr. Cavalier, who's a sports medicine doctor that you follow. So you can be just like him, but be yourself, right? Be Dr. Rosenbaum so that others can follow that path. Uh, so thank you so much again. Of course. Yeah. Uh, let me share a recipe. So it's, Christmas time, um, what we do, we have a tradition uh, at my family's house during Christmas is, I believe it's on Christmas Day, it's soups. Hmm. We do a lot of soups and salads. Um, and so on Christmas Day. And <clears throat> the soup that we, well, my brother usually does like a spicy uh, vegan soup because he loves spice. Mm-hmm. We're going to be bringing, my wife and I are going to be bringing and making a butternut squash soup that is... <laughs> It's so good. Sounds yummy. <laughs> Am I gonna get some? Uh, <laughs> I'll give you the recipe. How about that? <laughs> you have to make your own. Unless you want to come to Arizona. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Had Vasily over for dinner last night, and we made some vegan chili for him, and uh, you know, so a vegan coleslaw, and it was good. It was very good. <laughs> yeah. So fed him <laughs> and some cauliflower him. we had right roasted cauliflower i liked mm-hmm. it with the hot peppers it was mm. yeah the red that chili was nice flakes. yeah i like yeah. we don't normally do that mm-hmm. usually it's garlic and a little bit of garlic salt and, and um, olive oil but the red chili flakes were nice that was a nice touch um so this is a butternut squash soup i'll post the full recipe on instagram you can follow tate talks at tatetalks.radio on instagram you can follow me jason tate on facebook or linkedin and you can see the recipes there as well and you can catch our shows we're on itunes we're on spotify but you can go direct to the source which is tate-talks.captivate because we're captivating. We are. <laughs> we are. We <laughs> <Dot> FM. <laughs> uh, we're mesmerizing, so too. We're mesmerizing, <laughs> captivating, all of that. Tate-talks.captivate.fm. All shows. This is show number seven. So Lucky wild. number seven. Lucky oh, number man. seven. 
right? And uh, let's see, we'll do one more show in 2019, mm-hmm. which is our New Year's show next Sunday. Yeah. And then we'll be launching into the new year. And Jason will bring some soup. Well, you're talking about it. You might as well (laughs) share some with us. You're pressuring me. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, ingredients are one butternut squash peeled and cut into chunks, one inch chunks, nutmeg, um, two tablespoons of unsalted butter, salt and pepper, one onion chopped, and four cups of vegetable stock. That's it. That's all that goes into it. Yeah. In a large pot, you melt the butter, add onion, cook until translucent, about eight minutes. Add the butternut squash and the vegetable stock. Bring to a simmer, cook until the squash is tender. Remove the chunks with a slotted spoon. Place in a blender and puree. Return the blended squash back to the pot. Stir and season with nutmeg, salt, and pepper. Voila. Wow. Mm. And it's delicious. It's so I'm drooling. Good. <laughs> so good. That nutmeg takes me back to the Caribbean days. Ooh. Mm. We're in med school. Yep. Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Nutmeg, huh? Uh-huh. That was yeah. their staple. Really? Spice, yeah. Interesting. They had nutmeg trees. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they, I, you, you, I they used to that. utilize it. I didn't know that. Uh, and all the drinks, all the Caribbean drinks have nutmeg. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Here we go. Something new every day. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I like that. I love learning. That's that's my number one character strength, learning yes. and love of learning and then creativity. So talking about diets, okay? A diet, and, and I'm going to give the biological perspective. So a diet, when you think of a diet in nature, and when I think nature, I think all the animals in the animal kingdom, anything that's eating has a diet. Your diet is really just what you eat and drink. And so some people have a very clearly defined diet Mm. or some people follow a diet that's uh, like a vegan diet which Mm -hmm. we talked about in last week's show or a vegetarian diet which is no meat but it also includes dairy and eggs the vegetarian diet Um, myself I'm on a flexible plant-based diet Uh, flexible in the sense that sometimes I'll have foods that have a little bit of dairy in them Uh, And sometimes I'll eat something that was cooked and prepared with eggs. But I would say what I talked about last week's show was the percentage rule that I follow. 99% of my diet is plant-based, vegan. So I would say it's very rare for me. And then 95% of what I eat mostly is raw, Mm. you know, raw plant-based. And I've done 100% raw plant-based for as long as 30 or 40 days at a time. And it's... You know, there's some challenges to that uh, because you do kind of miss cooked food and (laughs) warm food. But uh, it was tremendously cleansing. Um, There are diets out there that are what we call fad diets, F-A-D. And they're temporary, you know. And so the idea of these temporary diets, and it's a diet and weight loss industry, which is over $3 billion annually. And growing. And growing. Because everyone wants to lose some weight quick. And I just, you know, I have Dr. Rosenbaum here who is very knowledgeable uh, about the body and about health and wellness. Myself, I'm a functional medicine certified health coach, but uh, I'm a human, you know, and I go through this as well. And I've gone and I've done some diets and I've changed my diet. I didn't always have a plant-based diet. I I shifted uh, about... I want to say like 12, 13 years ago. 
Um, recently, so in the last couple of years, I've done a ketogenic diet, hmm. which I thought was really interesting for me. Uh, and I'll share more about that. Uh, but there are diets like the Atkins diet. There's the South Beach diet. There's a Pritikin diet. There's paleo diet. A paleo diet, right? Yeah, I have that on my list. Um, Jenny Craig, you know, I mean, there's Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers. Uh, and in most of these diets, what they're doing is they're restricting one of the macronutrients. And anytime you're restricting calories or one of the macronutrients, you're going to get some weight loss. Um, and whether or not you do it with or without exercise, you're going to get some weight loss. And people get excited about it, like, oh my gosh, the mm. diet's working. It's great. But when you really look at the way that the diet is set up, it's a temporary system. Now, my question for you is, all right, so the diet is temporary. Do you want to be temporarily healthy or do you want to be permanently healthy? So permanent health comes from permanent changes in your diet and your lifestyle. And it really comes down to setting up the right types of goals and really just kind of defining what your diet is and who you are as a human being and giving yourself some areas to play and have fun with it too. So talk more about diets. Have Dr. Rosenbaum here, the lovely Alexandra. Stay with us. want to prevent or even reverse many of the chronic diseases that plague society today, you're in the right place. Now, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate, live in the studio, Palm Springs, California, here with my friend and producer, Alexandra. Hi, Jason. Hi, Alexandra. (laughs) (laughs) And my other friend, Dr. Vasily Rosenbaum, second year family medicine uh, resident. So excited to have you on the show. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate you being here and I appreciate all that you do. You're just so inspiring and um gosh i'm just i'm excited to see the next evolution of this you're like in your journey man and i'm just so pumped for your journey and so are you i'm excited <laughs> to see how you're gonna grow in the next few years oh thanks i hope you explode not literally speaking of exploding we're talking about diet <laughs> We're talking about diets right now, and there's some really scary statistics out there. Um, And and I'm sure you've heard the statistics before. Most people, and by most, it's not even like 55%. We're talking around 90% of people who go on a diet not only put the weight back on once the diet is done, but a large percentage of those, 70 to 80% of those, who put the weight back on, put on more than they had before they mm-hmm. started the diet. Mm-hmm. And so it's this constant yo-yoing of the body. They try one diet and it works and then it stops and then it doesn't work. And and so this body is just kind of going through this push and this pull. That in itself is 
crazy unhealthy to just have your body in this constant state of flux. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so the idea with diets and uh, what a diet is is what you eat and drink. And the idea, you know, people are focusing on weight loss. And one thing that I share as a health coach and as a teacher, you know, because I work with teenagers and there's a, a body image thing, right? And so I always impress upon my teenagers, you know, my students, don't aim for skinny, aim for healthy, right? You should be feeling great. You mm-hmm. should be feeling full of energy. Wherever your weight's going to be, especially at your age as a teenager, it's going to flux anyway because of, you know, insulin levels and hormones and things like that. You won't even really find your stable, normal weight until you're an adult. <laughs> so don't aim for skinny, aim for healthy. Because skinny doesn't mean healthy. You know, and you know this, Dr. Rosenbaum, as a physician, you know, and the, there's a scary st- statistic out there, 71% of Americans are overweight or obese, mm-hmm. but of the 29% who are not overweight or obese, two-thirds of those, 60%, are metabolically obese normal weight, or what we call TOFI, thin on the outside, fat on the inside. When we look at their labs, when we look at their blood work, it's identical to somebody who is overweight or obese and has poor labs. There's even people who are overweight or obese, their labs are stellar. They're great. They're running, they're, they're active. Okay, they're overweight. No big deal. When you look at their labs and their levels of stress and their, lev- their um, possibility of getting heart disease or even diabetes, it's non-existent. So just judging somebody by their body shape is just wrong from the beginning because it's, it matters more what's going on internally and what's on the inside and how much visceral fat you have uh, crowding out your organs. There's just so much to this. So aiming for healthy, not skinny. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, definitely. I, I so I don't like actually the term diet. I like lifestyle. <laughs> yes, I, I like that too. I don't. <laughs> I don't like to incorporate that into my uh, vocabulary because diet is something that's temporary. I aim for lifestyle changes. I I think that it's uh, no matter what what uh, option that you choose, whether it's paleo, whether or not if it's ketogenic, if it's uh, something that I like to do is flexible uh, lifestyle, or if it fits your macros, any any of those are sustainable as long as that fits your lifestyle and that's what you like. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think those uh, some of those are a little bit more challenging to keep, right? Because you are cutting out a macronutrient such as let's say carb carbohydrates for right. ketogenic, right? Uh, so called diets. And uh, it's uh, I've seen you know, a lot of people rebound really quickly, yeah. just like what you've been saying. Yeah. And I I interact with many many people, so I don't uh, I don't like that that terminology. And so I think uh, just in general, lifestyle yeah. changes is important. And I'm so glad you said that because you know as you're talking diet versus the term lifestyle, diet to me has. You know, and I think for a lot of people, it has this negative connotation of subtracting Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a a diet is remove this. A diet is cut away from this. And people say diet and it's like, you know, this like their heart sinks a little bit like I can't, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. And people tell me 
like, oh, you're you're vegan. You can't eat that. I'm like, mm, don't tell me what I can and can't eat. Don't yeah. put me in a box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You do you. I'm going to do me. Um, and lifestyle has this positive like plus side to mm-hmm. it, right? Lifestyle is what you can eat, whereas diet is what you can't eat. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that you said that. Yeah, I'm lifestyle gonna, is gonna diet positive. That. Yes, <laughs> it is diet positive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we're going to, oh, so many things to talk about. Smart goal setting, specific, measurable, action oriented, relevant, and timely. Stay with us. From Palm Springs, California, iHub Radio presents inspirational conversation to help you on the path to vitality. Health and wellness conversation is front and center on Tate Talks with Jason Tate. Here's Jason. (laughs) Here we are, Jason Tate, live in Palm Springs. So excited that you're here on the show today. It's our Christmas show, uh, December 25th, coming up in a few days. Pumped, pumped to see some family. Uh, and and so excited, I just want to make sure everyone knows that in the studio today, I have my friend, Dr. Vasily Rosenbaum. He's on his path. He's almost there. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a team doctor yeah. for a pro team. And I'm, and I'm so excited and inspired by his story. Um, we're talking about dieting. We're talking about setting goals. Um, and then also he was sharing how his one of his driving motivations is to to maybe basically walk the walk, right? And so um, we'll, we'll possibly tap into more of that. But I, I need to talk about the dieting part, uh, and I'll share some stories of mine. I want to hear, uh, Vasily, uh, what diets you've tried in the past. Um, I, I wouldn't say that I've tried a bunch of diets. As far as fad diets, I've gotten away from eating meat, and I did try a ketogenic diet. So I'll, I'll share with you my experience with that. But before we get into that, in empty your cup, uh, which is a mindfulness benchmark that I share each week, I want to kind of tap into the power of the mind, right? Mind over your problems. We've heard this mind over matter, uh, which is kind of interesting if you want to move things around in, with your mind. But <laughs> I want to call it mind over your problems. And I couldn't think of a better uh, way or time to share this there's a quote from the movie the martian which is based on a book by the way so it's not a movie it's a book turned into a movie Uh, i met the author really cool guy he has an amazing story as well so in the movie the martian where matt damon does a a fantastic job playing this man who is stuck on mars he says uh to the students uh in nasa once he finally I don't want to give away the movie if you haven't seen it. Anyway, so he's talking to the students. And <laughs> no NASA, spoiler. No spoilers. He says, at some point, everything is going to go south on you. And you're going to say, this is it. This is how I end. 
Now you can either accept that or you can get to work. That's all it is. You just begin. You do the math. You solve one problem and then you solve the next one. And that's forward momentum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those steps, right? We talked yeah. about taking those steps. And so that's what it is, right? I mean, life is not this storybook life. You know, I I go through struggles just like everyone else. Uh, successful people, the most successful people on earth, they fail a lot. They fail a lot more than most other people because they know that that's the path to success is through failure and overcoming those failures. Mm-hmm. So the the body and as speaking of diets and failure is you know here we go right you know up and down left and right forward momentum backwards you know our diets slip a little bit this time of year because we're just so inundated with sweets and <laughs> yummies and <laughs> it should not be an excuse <laughs> it's not an, yeah and actually i shared a moment ago that i tried a ketogenic diet and <laughs> a couple years ago uh, i turned 40 and at that time, I was just, I'd reached a point where I was fed up with my weight. And for me, I'm six foot three. At the time, I was probably around 215, 220, which is, which is not my, my healthy weight. A healthy weight for me is around 200, which is where I'm at now. And so I was just like, you know, I, I want to try something. And I was inspired by Dr. Joe Sherger, believe it or not, who basically talks about this whole anti-carbohydrates, you know, and and really restricting your carbohydrates. And so it led me to, he shared with a a book with me um, called Fat Chance, written by Dr. Robert Lustig, who is a pediatric endocrinologist. And so I read this book and it was, God, it was such an informational um, masterpiece, you know, as far as biohacking the body and really understanding the science of weight management and how the body works. And so I've actually built presentations on the information I've learned from that book. And I I experimented on myself and I did a ketogenic diet from my birthday, which is in November through Thanksgiving, (laughs) through Christmas. And I didn't do any carbs. I was probably 5% or less. And the only carbs I was getting were coming from vegetables and I even restricted my fruit and my vegetables. I didn't even eat carrots. I didn't eat starchy vegetables. Mm. That's how much I restricted. I wanted to see how it would work. And I started it in Kauai, uh, one of the Hawaiian islands and was hiking every day and I was eating nuts and I actually incorporated eggs at the time to get some more protein, and some more calories. Uh, I started eating salmon, which I hadn't eaten meat in years. And in a co- course of a couple of months, I lost almost 25 pounds just by restricting carbohydrates. Now, that's what happens when you diet. You restrict one of the macronutrients. But in this case, I had learned about carbohydrates and insulin and the role that carbohydrates and insulin play in weight gain. It's not a sustainable diet for me in the long term. But my goodness, what is it? was it a great reset? And in mm-hmm. two years, I haven't ever gone back up to that weight. You know, even though I do, you know, have fun, you know, and have some cake every once in a while or cookies or I'll have dessert, but I've never gone back up to that weight. And I hover around 200, 205. I got down to 185 at one point, which is too thin for me. And, and again, 
focusing on feeling healthy, feeling your normal weight and feeling what your, your normal body weight is for your body. So right now I know for a fact, my normal average set point weight is around 200, 205 for my height and just kind of how I feel great and healthy. And I've been able to stay there for a couple of years. So it worked for me, Hmm. but it wasn't a long-term solution for me. It was a good reset to break that addiction to carbohydrates, which I had and can easily have. My mother had it. It killed her. Um, And so many people around the world do. Hi, Alex. I do. (laughs) It's the most addictive substance and most widely abused drug on earth, sugar. It really is. So what diets have you tried, Vasily? (laughs) (laughs) So I essentially tried cutting out carbs. I also tried cutting out fats. And I always tried to maintain a high-protein diet. Okay. Uh, But uh, otherwise, I haven't really tried any other uh, diets. I saw that those really didn't work out for me because of the fact that I'm cutting out uh, a macronutrient that – I think is is important to incorporate in your right. in, in in your nutrition as well as uh, just your basic lifestyle. And I, I I found myself not being able to to continue a lifestyle like that. So, uh, what I learned after watching many influencers on YouTube was something called flexible lifestyle and uh, incorporating intermittent fasting into that. So what I like to do is I, I do intermittent fasting on a, uh, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I don't eat uh, any breakfast in the morning. Now, uh, this, this, you, you can also choose not to eat dinner if right. you like. Yeah, yeah. And so... Bookend. Bookend, yeah. Yeah. So what I like to do is with intermittent fasting, you basically choose a time frame where you get to eat. So in a 24-hour period, you eat, let's say, eight hours and the other 16 hours you fast. That's essentially what intermittent fasting is. And it just gives you a, a smaller time frame in which you consume calories. Right. So I incorporate that into my lifestyle. And then in, in addition to that, I also like to do uh, what's called uh, a flexible uh, uh let's say, uh, a flexible lifestyle in which I count my macronutrients. I like to keep a high protein intake. And then in addition to that, also uh, keep a high fiber intake. Now, right. by utilizing those two things, I make sure that I keep my lean muscle mass on my body. And then in, and then I also make sure that I eat a lot of plant-based uh, foods. Fibers. And a lot yeah. of fibers okay. because eating fiber, a high fiber diet automatically ensures that you have to eat healthy and so by doing those two things i uh, would say maybe in a day i would have i would eat 80 to 90 percent healthy and then that other 10 to 20 percent i eat pretty much whatever i want and i make sure that i count my calories as well and it's it's really all about for me how many calories i intake compared to how many calories i put out Right. And that has helped me to lose weight and to maintain my weight throughout the years. And I do calorie count, but I use uh, and so I use a a an application on my phone. It's called my fitness pal. 
And just by doing that for about half a year to a year, now I, I don't even need to use the app anymore because right. I know how many macronutrients, yeah. how many macronutrients are in certain types of foods, and I know how much food I need to intake in order to get my daily goal. And so that's great. Yeah. And I love that you. I, I forgot to mention I did the intermittent intermittent fasting as well. Love that you brought that up because during the time when you're not eating. That's giving your body a chance to, well, it's, it's about insulin management, really is what it is. And when you can have those low insulin loads, you're burning fat because you don't have glucose to burn. You've burned yeah. through your glycogen reserves. So love that. Thank you for sharing. Of course. Um, this topic we can talk about for hours and <laughs> no, hours. Right? <laughs> There's so much to talk about. Well, there, you know, in doing this, in setting yourself up, uh, I want to talk about goal setting. And this is something that we're taught as functional medicine certified health coaches uh, through the IFM, through the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, FMCA, or I think it's functionalmedicine.org is their website. And it's about goal setting and using character strengths, but also setting up goals that are smart, that are achievable, not just achievable, but they're they're well-planned. Because if you have a very vague goal, like, or an uninspiring goal, that's the other one, you know? And I, and I, ha I do goal setting with my students um, and I had them as a homework assignment before the winter break here, because they get a couple weeks off school. I said, all right, what's your fitness goal for the winter break? Set up a SMART goal. And I taught them how to do SMART goals. And what is a nutrition goal, you know? Um, and then also, gosh, I love, as you were talking, Vasily, about your diet plan, it sounded more like a lifestyle. Like you mentioned, it's very diet positive. Uh, it's not about cutting out. And I love that you mentioned that percentage part as well. I never feel like I'm missing out on anything as far as food is, is concerned because I'm living a lifestyle. I'm not living a diet. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah, and I like to do about 35 to 40% protein and then about 35% uh, carbohydrates and 30% uh, fats. And so th uh, that works for me. Yeah. And for me, I'm like closer to 40, 40, 20 mm -hmm. uh, with 20% carbs. Uh, if I can go less, I will. But it's, and that's what works for me. You know, we all have different genetics. Mm -hmm. We're the N of one, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm not the average, nor are yeah. you. <laughs> so stay with us. I want to talk about how to set up a smart goal so that you can live your best life. Stay with us here on Tate Talks. Tate Talks continues on iHub Radio with iHub Radio wellness expert Jason Tate. Jason Tate here. Jason Tate here. <laughs> Hi, Alex. <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> 
Okay. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> She's got to hit the button. <laughs> I got to hit the button. I got to hit the button. Listen, I'm retired. <laughs> That's okay. And I'm grateful. Let's put it that way. So cute. So <laughs> I'm cute. grateful. I'm grateful for meeting you. I really am. We, you know, we, we get together every week. We do. And, yeah. and share, right? Lots of information. Okay. One thing that you've done, you've, you've re-educated me on a lot. And you've reformed my opinion on a lot. Uh-huh. And, um, Hopefully in good ways. In really good ways. Yeah. In really positive, good ways. And since retiring, I've been trying to be healthier. And uh, because when you're working, you know, I'm much older than you. <laughs> 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 when you're working, and especially the careers I've had, health takes kind of like a backseat I'm sorry to say and I'm hoping that the next generation does better right and what I'm hearing um, from Dr. Vasili am I pronouncing that correct yes what I'm hearing from him gives me hope right because I don't think my generation did it right I really don't we we ate poorly we slept badly we had a cot in the office when we when we were filing 150 cases a month I mean it's it was bad it was bad but I applaud you. Mm-hmm. I hope that you inspire your friends because I know there's still people out there like me that learn from their parents bad behavior. But I, yeah. I'm hopeful, really am. Well, and, and again, like I said, I'm grateful that you're here, that you're pressing the button <laughs> <laughs> to turn my mic on. <laughs> and I just want to let you know, Alexandra, that it's never too late. Ooh. Yeah, That's it's not. I'm. I'm. Look. I'm, as long as you're above ground. Yes. I'm above ground. I'm, as you know, engaged now. So, yeah. so, so in love. I'm so in love. But it's and, and that's, that's inspiring. It is in inspiring. Itself. It, it is, really is. And, and honestly, yeah. it's brought me to a healthier mindset. And and the energy that I get from this relationship is really moving me forward in, in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I was sharing with my students. Um, I can't remember if I shared it on the show yet, but one of my long-term health goals is to make it to a hundred. Okay, to live to a hundred, and never having to take a prescription medication uh, for anything, mm-hmm. um, other than you know acute diseases. You know, if I come down with a uh, bacterial infection mm-hmm. or whatever, of course, yeah. Uh, antibiotics, if they still work at the time, because <laughs> uh, we're in we're entering actually an era of antibiotic resistance, where mm-hmm. you know, and that's a future show. Might have to have you back on that one. Okay, back. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, so, in the last few minutes here, I want to talk about goal setting and how important it is to make a smart goal. So, what they teach us in functional medicine uh, coaching with the FMCA is smart goal setting, specific is the S, measurable is the M, action-oriented is the A, relevant is the R, and time, timely or time-bound is the T. So important. Vague goals get vague results. You usually don't reach them. It's just like, eh, I want to lose weight. You lost a pound later today. All right, you reached your goal. No big <laughs> deal. Or uh, I want to make more money. Here's a dollar. Good job. You just won. That's not specific, and it's not even compelling. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. interesting. So you've got to make it interesting as well. Mm -hmm. So a specific goal that's time-bound, and I'll use a a weight loss example, is, uh, you know, losing 10 pounds in 10 weeks, right? Mm -hmm. 
So there you go. 10 pounds, 10 weeks. It's time bound. It's specific. It's measurable. Uh, what's the action involved? Well, lifestyle, like we were talking, not diet, lifestyle. Set up a new lifestyle for for yourself. Intermittent fasting. Cut out the breakfast. Have a brunch. And have a nice brunch. A really healthy one. Where This is where you break your fast. And then a nice dinner as well. And then don't eat for another 16 hours or 12 hours. Whatever your fasting time period is. Um, That's a lifestyle that you can set up for the rest of your life. Uh, So that is a very time-bound, smart goal. And then, of course, make it compelling. 10 pounds in 10 weeks, that's boring. (laughs) You know, I had set up a goal for myself as far as like my body shape and health wise and strength is I want to be able to play sports with as much vigor and energy and passion as I did when I was in high school, which was a really long time ago. And so it was inspiring to me (laughs) when when it was a long time ago. (laughs) I had... My 20-year high school reunion was a while ago. It was wow. a few years ago. So, yes, I am, I am older. Uh, <laughs> but a couple weeks ago, actually no, maybe three weeks ago now, I was at the park playing basketball with some of my students. Nice. And had a great time. And won every game, of course. They couldn't, <laughs> and they couldn't keep up with you? They couldn't, you know, and they can't keep up with me when I teach yoga mm-hmm. uh, at school. A lot of the students, most of the students... And for one thing, it's inspiring to me that I'm, you know, in shape uh, at this age. But it's also, it breaks my heart as well to see young people. And I, and I knew how active and healthy I was in high school. But to see so many uh, young people in high school that are struggling with their health and mm-hmm. struggling with being physically fit and healthy. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we're in a really tough time right now. And fast forward 20 or 30 years, if we don't take the initiative and really teach forward health and taking care of themselves now, and they don't develop these good habits as teenagers, we're, we're in a load of trouble. Yeah. yeah. As a society, uh, the health is, is, is we're definitely struggling with obesity and, and, and more so with, with correct habits. And, and I think that, you know, there was a time there that parents were guiding. They weren't guiding correctly most of the time, but they were but guiding. At least they were least. guiding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and cooking at and home. Co- yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and now with the new innovations with the Internet, uh, Uber Eats, uh, also oh Postmates, it makes, every, uh, makes food very readily accessible and you can get junk food. Mm-hmm. easily delivered to your doorstep mm-hmm. and it, it makes that person more lazy and you just have to get up off yeah. the couch and get mm-hmm. to the door yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah. not it's not good enough um you know but but i know i know that people want better and here's the thing here's a quote we don't get in life what we want we get in life what we deserve mm-hmm. do you deserve it are you deserving of it Mm. Are you doing daily, weekly, monthly, annually what it is that's going to take for you to get to it? Pursue not your goals, but pursue your efforts and pursue your work ethic. It's been another week here at Tate Talks um, every Sunday from noon to two Pacific time. We talk about health. We talk about wellness. We talk about diet. We talk about fitness. Uh, I have a great guest on next week. 
uh, a student, a fellow student of mine with the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. And we're going to talk about health coaching um, here on Tate Talks. It's about you living your best life and from within. Okay. So there you go. Let it shine. Have a great <laughs> holiday. We'll see you next week on our New Year's show. Thank you.